What up, everybody? How's it going, Investor Thrive Nation? We got my boy Jordan Weyburn on the on I'm the back. hot seat. I'm back, guys. Well, it's not technically the hot seat. He's uh, helping me co-host. And we got my man Ammon Orchard in the hot seat. Ammon Orchard, welcome. Welcome, brother. So, real quick, uh, Corey Royson is not here this time, so I brought on again our our guest from before, Jordan Weyburn, Am Fam. It's good to be here. Uh, we brought him on because you know I could have just interviewed you know him, but I said, hey, let's bring on another guy who has been on here before. You know, who's got the experience, and people love him. That video that you shot, thousands of views. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Might have been like 20, but it'll be a thousand one day. I only wanted at least one to, to watch it, so as long as we got 20. One, it only takes one. It only takes one. Thanks so much, Investor Thrive. So, Investor Thrive Nation, um, you know, just welcome, subscribe, like, hit the bell icon. This, uh, you know, what is this? Is Investor Thrive Studio? You know, if you guys haven't tuned in before, Investor Thrive is a company that is dedicated to helping real estate and professionals succeed not only in their businesses, but in their personal lives. So this biz- this podcast is basically geared to people who want to succeed in real estate, but it's also geared to people that, you know, want to uh, grow in their business. So that's why we brought our guy, Ammon, on. He uh, has his own business, and he wants to thrive in real estate. Is that right, Ammon? Trying to thrive, yep. You're going to thrive. Going I, I to believe thrive. in you, dude. So, um, you know, Jordan, me and Ammon, how, how, did, we, uh, how did we all meet? Do you want to kind of give that intro? Well, yeah, how? so we kind of talked about how we, we met, which was through uh, our LDS missions, yeah, Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. We God served it. a mission in Portland, Oregon, and then uh, Ammon also served up there with us in yeah. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Where so. are you originally from, by the way? Are you from Utah? I'm from American Fort. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So we all were called on a mission to serve in Portland, Oregon, okay? And that's how we all met. So yeah. if people don't know what a mission is, a mission is where for two years you get called to go to a specific area to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you for two years you just you put away your phone, you don't watch TV, you don't go on dates, you don't go on dates, you, <laughs> you don't, don't talk even to girls. Look at girls. Can't you yeah. hug a girl. You can't even think you about it. You can't really even hug a girl. Um, <laughs> you really can't. And the thing is, um, you literally can't. I learned a lot of things in my mission, but I also was able to have like lifelong friends because I felt oh like after gosh, yeah. like there's a lot of friends I was buddies with all through high school and like. You know, but I feel like my mission, I was like, even... We're all buddies I from know. the mission, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just like you become lifelong friends and you learn qualities, you learn traits, and uh, you have funny stories. Exactly. And we so. keep in touch because we're all entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Yep. And we're all buddies. Yeah. So that's where we met. Uh, it's, uh, for those that didn't know what a mission is, you just go for two years and you talk about Jesus the whole time. It's pretty tough. You know, we. I mean, now it's over. It's like, okay, that was tough, but I don't think about it. Like, it was that a hard thing. I think of it as a good thing. You know, and it skyrocketed us to being to manhood, I would say. Right. Like to to being serious about life. Right. So anyway, that's where we met. And um, let's kind of get into, uh, I guess, a little intro, a little bio. Tell us about your business. Yeah. Well, first, hit hit us with the bio. Like, tell us about a little bit about yourself. Born in Denver, Colorado. Came to American Fork when I was three. Lived there until my mission. So in Denver. You said? Oh, I moved to American Fork okay, when sorry, I was yeah, okay. Stayed there till the mission. So we, uh, back then, we would leave when we were 19. Now you can leave when you're 18. But, uh, which I think is mission. young, by the way. But yeah, yeah, 18 super is like, young. That's like, if I went out when I was 18, like, what <coughs> I don't know if I would have been able to handle it 18. 19 yeah, like, seemed like the sweet spot for me, but. Yeah, hey. 19 is good for me. We have a technician right now, 22, just putting his papers in. Oh, he's going out when he's yeah. 22? Good. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's going, Might dude. not be able to go till he's 
23 is what he was just saying. Really? But yeah, he's the man. Good for him. Um, but yeah, when on the mission, Jordan and I were companions. So when you're on a mission, you're pretty, m- you're literally stuck in the same room. You have to be in the same room. <laughs> Unless the- you're going poop. <laughs> well, no, Taking you don't have, you know, have to be in the same room. You just have to be in the same apartment. Same apartment. You have yeah, to like yeah. be in the vicinity of that person. Yeah. So, so if you hate you're each other, just it with sucks. one person. So that's how a companionship works. But Jordan and I were companions for was it was it like five months? Combined, we were companions Com- twice. Yeah. Dude. So the first time, three months, and then one. And then for one weeks. transfer. Yeah. Before you went. You guys home. are lucky time. that you got to be together, man. We thought yeah, it was too good to be true when we got. It can like, be tough. Some companions. We had we had too yeah. much fun. We worked hard, but we had fun. But anyways, went on a mission. Met Jordan. He changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> made me made. Are you joking or? Well, uh, kind of, I mean, kind of. The mission changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan helped for sure. Okay, good. Hello, <laughs> Orchard changed my mission. About, I thought we were about to get sentimental over yeah. here, dude. <laughs> dude no, we. We we changed each, we changed each other, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get weird. They don't know you okay. know what could have happened <laughs> on, on that, oh in that apartment. Right. Oh my gosh! Uh, literally though, the mission changed my life because before my mission, I had really low self esteem. Um, one thing that I thought about a lot. We might get deeper into it. Yeah, let's go, dude. That I uh, wouldn't be very successful in life because I did okay in school, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I was like, I have zero skills that transfer to anything in life dang you felt like that, that. that's how i felt wow. yeah uh, I, I wasn't like depressed or anything mm-hmm. but i was like because i did well in school mm-hmm. until it came to math and i failed probably every math test from seventh till twelfth grade <laughs> how'd you graduate then <laughs> well it's i'd get c's i get okay. a's and b's and everything and then like c's in math because they count the like homework towards uh, your grade. Yeah. yeah. Good so thing you did the homework. Get, <laughs> yeah, I did the homework and then uh yeah, I failed everything else. Um then I went on my mission, realized I wasn't dumb. I was just super lazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, that, and yeah. so yeah, then uh came home and actually did well in school and ended up not using school at all in my life. So <laughs> Which like we my, talked about that last <laughs> time. Like most did. of us don't. You yeah. Know, most entrepreneurs mm-hmm. don't go to school to well, they don't become use an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. use yeah. their degree. Yeah, I was a. I majored in. I major. I uh, went into public health, mm-hmm. and I was planning on going into uh, BPA, becoming a physician assistant. Yeah, yeah. That's I, cool. I, I, I remember other. your life story. Um, but yeah, then decided to uh, call an audible and start cleaning some windows. Dang, dude. Yeah. You know, you know what's really interesting about your business? Now we're gonna dive into it. Cleaning windows. I, just thinking that, I'm like. Is that is there even a market for that? Like yeah. I, I thought that like, but let's. That's why we have you on here because you think I that's don't know bizarre. anything about cleaning windows. No. I know if you came to my house, you're like, yo, dude, I'll clean your window. I'll be like, get the heck out of here, man. I'll clean my own Thank window. You. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but my windows. I don't have a big house. I don't have a lot of. I got like two, yeah. f- maybe five windows in my whole house. You know, bottom yeah. and top. You got a basement. Well, we got windows in your basement. Yeah, but those are the bo- basement level, but, but right? But how often do you clean those? Zero. Maybe I'd have you clean right? the basement ones. So right. when you go we'll clean a house, is that included within it? Like, tell us about your business model. Tell us how like prices work we, and we all can the customize above. it. Um, but yeah, we. I kind of grew up the same way. Like, I didn't know window cleaners. I knew window cleaners were a thing with like high rise. Yeah, I c- that stuff. would make sense, yeah. Which is a little yeah. riskier. Yeah, un poco. But yeah, we... Uh, By the way, we start Spanish-speaking, so we all speak yeah, we Spanish. All speak Spanish. We, could, we could just transition to Spanish. We could. It would be, be a little... <laughs> be a little brutal. Brutal, but uh, we could do it. We could do it. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, so I grew up pretty middle class, and we weren't poor by any means. 
but I had no idea that people had businesses like doing residential window cleaning or Christmas lights, gutter cleaning, all the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, just to like tie it back to that, but, um, yeah, so what we do, well, first off, how I got into it yeah, is, yeah. um, college had a bunch of loans, uh, to be able to go to college and then like getting the car, all that stuff. And I wanted to be a PA. So you have to get a job with getting a patient contact hour. So I was working at a physical therapy office, mm-hmm. making like $9 an hour, or no, I think it's eight fifty an hour. Um, so like 15, 20 hours a week. It's brutal. Yeah. So there's no way that you can pay for oh, your housing luck, for, yeah. Yeah. Student loans, all that stuff. And so a buddy introduced me to window cleaning, started doing it together, and then eventually kind of went our separate ways. Um, does he still clean windows? No, oh, actually, I think he does on the side still. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think he does. Um, but yeah, we kind of went our separate ways. I thought I had a pretty much just thought I had it in the bag for PA school. Um, okay. But as a sophomore, I got fired from my physical therapy job. Why? And I, I'm actually not sure. I they think no reason. He told me I could re- apply again. Um, you're fired. You can apply again, <laughs> but you're fired. Now get out. It's pretty it's much basically saying, like, we don't want you here, but we're trying to make you feel bad. You can apply again. Is that what happened? I, well, I think I was the newest one on staff, and they hired too many people. Okay. And so he's like, hey, like, we can't keep you on, but you can apply in January if yeah. you want to. So anyways, I went home and was uh, just had no idea what I was going to do. And um, cause I, I relied on that for my income, and then window cleaning was just something to kind of supplement everything. And then... Um, on top of that, it was, I think it was September. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, you couldn't clean windows past August. Why is that in your mind? Do you just I thought it was just a summer thing. Okay. That's the only, I, like I'd only heard of people doing it in the summer. Um, and that's when I would do it to make money to save up for school. Um, so anyways, I got fired. I was like, crap, I got to do something. Right. So I was like, if I can make $200 a week, then I can survive. Or no, it was, uh, I had to make $35 three times a week. And so I, I decided that at that mark, I oh, could. you were living cheap then. Right? <laughs> and I was, That's yeah. pretty dense. I was living super cheap. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I decided if I could do that, then I would make it through. Mm-hmm. And so I started, I just went out and was like, okay, I'm just going to go knock doors in retirement communities, charge like 35 bucks at home, which now it's just, ridiculous like Yo, dude, i could just like, imagine that's we'd lose like tons of money of <laughs> course we, yeah if we did that now but um i was like so i started selling them i started doing like two or three sometimes four a day i was like dude i'm making like 120 dollars a day sometimes you're freaking <laughs> crushing <laughs> it. i was on top of the world but what was your pitch when you knocked doors like hey yeah give us a pitch <laughs> yeah give us your pitch hey mrs johnson i'm am an orchard um what would I say? I'd knock on the door, say like, hey, uh, super sorry to bother you. My name's Ammon. I just cleaned windows for the Johnsons next door. Great pitch. Do you, do you know the Johnsons? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. the Johnsons. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah, so I just cleaned windows for Penny, and um, you could ask her if we did a good job. Uh, I'm just doing it for super cheap. Um, all the units are the same here, so I'm just doing it $35 each. Uh, have you had your windows cleaned recently? Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Just clean them. But come on in and clean them. I'd love but, for you to come in. Um, you look like a nice. Boy. Maybe I'd ask when it was cleaned last. But um, that's okay. That's perfect. It's, so you're not knocking the door and saying, "Hey, look, I've noticed your windows are pretty dang dirty." No, you're using the you're using the 
the neighbor method, which is great. Yeah, we yeah. use that all the time when we were selling Dish Network door to door. Hey, yeah. uh, you know Susie? She had DirecTV. I dropped pull, it. I'd pull it out even if someone rejected me. I'd be like, Hey, what's your name, real quick? Larry. Cool. Hey, <laughs> hey you know Larry next door? <laughs> Larry's a great guy. He told me to come over here. <laughs> Larry told me to come over here. He has Dish, and he loves it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's good. Okay, so you would go and you so you started making some good money. Yeah. Now, um, quick in question. my mind, good money. Yeah. So, but. good. Qu- quick question: When you clean a window, is it in? Do you go inside the house and clean it, and on the outside, or is it? Yeah, just we outside? do. We do both. So, interior, exterior, screens. We do like a rain guard treatment. You take on off the, the str- You take off the screens. Yeah. Oh my and you spray God. them. And what? Clean them. Yeah. You How clean, do you clean the them screens? with a with a we sponge. We even clean the screens. Uh, so the way that we do it is with uh, actually Armor All. So we actually wow. like. I didn't know they like did a really the screens. Premium. You I've power wash. We, uh, well, not as much anymore. We, we started pushing it a few years ago. Didn't yeah. get a lot of traction. I, uh, so that's I, crazy. I tried to take off a screen on the house that we bought once, and it was a freaking hassle. Yeah, you, so. how many of those do you break? Like, how often do those you guys four. break them? <laughs> uh, it's pretty easy to break them. Yeah. Sometimes, if they've been there forever, they're super brittle. Oh, yeah. dude. You just pull them off, and they don't so My parents had theirs like cleaned by some random guy in their neighborhood. Broke them. I told them to call you. They didn't. <laughs> like, some <laughs> random kids are like, Hey, come clean our windows. And he did it for like 20 bucks or all their windows, <laughs> but he broke their screen when they put it in, so they had to did. get a new That's one. That's why you want a premium company. To so what happens if you break windows. a screen, though? Uh, we usually fix it for them. Well, like, oh, hey, we'll, you. we'll go to this company that makes them, or you'll get yeah. the sizes and, like, get it fixed. Yeah. Yeah, now, we're, this year we're probably going to start doing them ourselves because the company, there's not real. We haven't found a good company to fix screens. Yeah, just make you know. They'll take like a month and a half. So sorry to (laughs) deviate from that, but um, yeah. So you you started going knocking on doors and yeah. So eventually, I was making. I think I got up to like 170 bucks a day when I was in college, and so I was like, "Dude, this is I'm set." (laughs) And you were doing it yourself at this all by myself. Yeah, yeah. So then, how many could you would you say you could do a day? Um. So busting my butt, I could do. I don't know, like five-ish, probably six. Cool, cool. Okay. Say probably six. Um, and then, like, I, you could upsell the interior, stuff like that. I was selling the interior for, like, 15 bucks. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was a great price. Now, um, these units that you were charging 35, were they multi-level, one level? So they're, they're like, kind of your classic uh, retirement duplex, like 55-plus community okay. duplexes. Um, so they're probably, like... 2,500 square feet. Something oh, like oh that. wow. Yeah. I was thinking they'd be smaller than that, but that's... No, that's how cheap I was doing it. Yeah. Okay, so... Ke- yeah. So, when did, so when did you hit the point where you're like, I could make a business out of this? Uh, well, so that's when it kind of started crossing my mind. I think I was 23 at that point. I was mm-hmm. probably 23, maybe 24. Probably 23. When you go... Uh, so people that have served a mission, you're kind of delayed two years. Yeah. And so I was, I was an old sophomore. Um... But, yeah, so 23, um, later that year, probably in November, I got another job at a different physical therapy clinic because I was still kind of set on going to grad school. Right. Um, then eventually, like, I, I just kept on cleaning windows on the side pretty much every day from, like, that point when I was 23 till I was 26 when I actually started the business. It was mm-hmm. just back of my mind, I should actually make a business out of this. Uh, like, I could do decently well. Um, then 2016, when I was 26, I, well, I was shadowing people, realized that it wasn't the best, I don't know, I just wasn't as interested. In the, in the PA PA world. PA? So, so question, how much money did you drop on pursuing that until you stopped? Uh, so I I think it was about 16 grand. So once I was 24, I got grants. 
and so that's not say, bad. So that's not bad. In I my mind, you would have been in like, the hole oh, like a hundred or two hundred thousand. No. So if I did go to PA school, they tell you to expect about a hundred k in debt on average. Okay. So you didn't even go that far. Th- no, okay. I didn't. No. Like, yeah. No. So my senior year, I did. I like. I met these people that had a Christmas lights business up here in uh, West Jordan, mm-hmm. and they kind of introduced me to that. Told me how their business model was and kind of how it went for them over the years. And they're like, if you wanted to get into it, be serious, we're happy to give you like 20K worth of clients. And so I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah. And so well, I Christmas just lights? give you that. Of Christmas lights. Why would they just give you 20K? Oh, well, so I had to do a bunch of like take the lights down for free for them. Also, the guy fell off of la- a ladder and broke his back. Oh, my. At that same time. So that's the risk you run. Yeah. Well, I'm not out there anymore. Okay. But Thank goodness. Yeah. Why is that guy out now there? Now it's like six times the risk because we have <laughs> six technicians. Now. Oh gosh, <laughs> it was kind of scary. Six oh, backs probably that more can break. Scarier. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what so far, insurance zero, zero back backs, backs broken in six years. Insur- now, the so. insurance guy over <clears throat> here. Can you cover his business? I do. He does cover my business. I do cover his business, but we don't cover his workers' comp, which would constitute if one of his guys broke their back. Oh my gosh! Did you hear that, Investor Dive Nation? Look at these guys. It's you know networking. <clears throat> he's he got he's got my insurance. He's got his insurance. I'm going to get him in rental. This is great. This yeah. is great. Yeah. So 2016, I officially started. Um, and what's the name of your business? Happy Valley Exteriors. Happy Valley That's a good Exteriors. Name. How long did it take you to decide on that? I know you probably were think, thinking about multiple names. It was something else and before. I, can't, I, I think it was like probably a month. You're like when I decided to change it. Yeah. You're like Happy Valley like, Windows, and you're like, how much do you have to do exteriors? I think it's like Sunrise Windows. Yeah. Well, and then it was. That's a good thing Happy to do Valley exteriors, because then it's like. Because he does he does yeah, everything on the exterior, right? You do the gutters, you do the Christmas lights, and then obviously windows, yep. right? Nice, yeah. so. dude. Cool. And so how did you how did you from there? What was your next step from like, hey, I'm growing this, I'm actually gonna make a business. Then was it like I gotta hire people, or was it like, I gotta. Like, what was your plan? Because you never had a business. Yeah. I never had a business. So well, at that point, you didn't have anyone really taking your wing mm-hmm. except just people that were like, hey, we're going to give you unless all maybe these clients, they, right? Unless maybe they told them how to run it. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, so, well, I knew that I didn't want to be the owner-operator. Like, I saw the people that taught me how to do the Christmas lights. Uh, they're just your ultimate owner-operators. Um, they have an awesome life, too. They're making six figures in, like, two and a half months and... Um, the six, rest of the year they're, they're making chilling. six figures in two and a half months yeah just from christmas lights Remember and that's that? all they did was strictly christmas lights or yeah and it's just i think it was the two of them and then they sometimes hire like a part-time guy now their kids are old enough to that help is, them out that's honestly tight so but you knew <laughs> yeah, you weren't you didn't cool. want to be the one like hustling you're like hey i, I want to no. run this yeah so I, I i took a step back looked at them and was like man they don't do any advertising anything and, and he it just took broke his back yeah and he just broke his back <laughs> and then <laughs> now they're like upper 30s and so upper 30 years old Up, upper 30s so like thir- i think they're around like 39 ish oh when you Coming told me goals. about this i thought i was imagining like a six-year-old dude on a ladder <laughs> just i'm imagining like an older I, I couple like climbing up the ladder like so but they were like they're pretty young a younger couple then <laughs> yeah they're younger oh wow okay man. yeah Two months out of the year, making 100K to put up some Christmas lights. Yeah. Dang. You know, it's yeah. honestly kind of sad, the world we live in, that, like, you can, people just pay to put their lights up. For me, I'm like, well, I, I don't want to pay you for Christmas lights. You don't even put lights, lights up. I don't even put lights <laughs> I know up, you dude. don't. You don't have kids, but yeah. once you have kids, you will. Okay. That probably makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We'll put your lights up. For yeah, you. dude. You probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's expensive. My my wife uh, is a, uh, a hygienist, and her oh. dentist said that he got a bid on one tree. 
and it was like a five five hundred or thousand dollars to wrap a tree with yeah. lights. So it's like like five hundred be cheap. Too. People are paying big bucks to wrap lights around yeah. crap. D- don't get into the industry though, guys. You'll you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do it. You heard it here first. Not here in Utah. We don't, you know, we don't want more competition for a guy. But anyway, yeah, the crazy thing though. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> You're right there. Yeah, you cold. okay? Yeah, I'm good. Got the Amicron. Yeah, got the Amicron beyond me. Amicron. <laughs> um, yeah, the crazy thing though is outside of Utah, you can charge almost double what people charge here. So Why? Utah's cheap. Yeah, Utah. There's a lot of competition, and um, yeah, people are cheap. Have you ever thought of expanding, franchising? Is it no. pretty late? It's pretty he- like heavy, like manager, manager intensive, right? Do you feel like you gotta like it would be hard to franchise that out and like grow it? Or uh, I don't. Th- there are big franchises that exist. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know if they're like big, big, but um, they're nationwide. Yeah, like the one that does my business, right? Because yeah. you, know, you could do my business. You're like, hey, wouldn't really be worth it for us. Like hit up these people. Yeah. Right. And so they clean mine for like fifteen dollars, like every week, yeah. which is like cheap inside you out. have your windows cleaned weekly the exterior yeah wow yeah. of course if you didn't like we're business am i missing oh your business not like your my, house yeah my, oh, okay i've never had my windows yeah, clean in my house yeah. so what the thing is like what are you mostly cleaning houses or we mainly do residential yeah That's so interesting like for me i'm like hey honey we need to clean these dang windows like well, the thing count. is the summertime that's just a, it's a great because most of the time you're finding your clientele by referral or by advertising, but, right? But then yeah. again, the houses that you're cleaning, I'm sure they're like not like where I live, like a pretty average uh, neighborhood. You're cleaning it's like some, upper. Some, sometimes they are, but yeah, usually like upper middle class. I could understand it. Like 4,000 to 7,000 Yeah, because the bigger homes, oh, yeah, they have yeah, giant dude. windows. And yeah. I'm sure it's like, it looks whack if uh Yeah, if nasty. you like go out there with a pole and like try to do it. Well, yeah, and they're trying to, turn and people bad. are trying to that have money or like, we need <coughs> these clean. Yeah, we're trying to look We're trying to look good out here. So... How did you go from, you know, making six hundred dollars a week maybe, to saying, hey, I'm gonna start this business. I'm gonna have the exteriors. <coughs> to how big is your business now? Tell us about that journey, um, and like how you got to from where you're at now, which is pretty good sized fleet, and you're obviously running it right. You don't go out and install and do that. So tell us how that worked. <laughs> wow, careful of that. Tell us how that <laughs> happened. I got excited. <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah, so it started off just me. Um, I hired, first year I hired my buddy, uh, Casey, was my first employee, and uh, we were just kind of going at it. How and much did you pay him hourly? Or I was, was paying him by job. I was paying him 12 an hour Okay. back then. So that was, um, yeah, that was 2016, I think, when we were doing that. So we started doing that, and then, year after that i was like okay i need to go more hands off and so i hired uh two guys i think so kind of so three people at now right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so like typical stages of progression are like you're the man in the field then you hire technicians then you start working in the office doing admin sales um all that stuff overseeing the production side the operation side Mm -hmm. Um, then you hire an office manager and then start going to sales. And then, um, from there you kind of try and take more of a management point of view and then try to hire management and whatnot. Yeah. So how many, um, would you say one technician, how much, how many windows can he handle 
uh, a day, or how many um, jobs could he handle a day? Usually, depending on the size, usually like two or three. Um, so like two decently big ones, three smaller ones. Sometimes like four, uh, like smaller, like I'd say like four exterior twenty five hundred square foot. Homes. And you're paying these. You're paying these uh, technicians like obviously hourly, right? Commission. Commission. Oh, commission now. Yeah. So we we pay them twenty percent per job, and then give a three percent bonus if they're basically doing all the stuff they're supposed to do, like showing up on time. And you and how do you estimate how much a job is like? Let's say a four thousand square foot house that has fifteen windows. Yeah. So usually we go off of the paint count, so off of window paint. So each individual, like division in the glass. So oh, usually five dollars per. It sounds high tech when he says paint count. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, this like, is serious, bro. Yeah. So, so tell us, I have, let's say I have four window panes in the front of my house. Let's just for example, how much is that per paint? So it'd be two hundred dollars. We have a two hundred dollar minimum. Two hundred dollar uh, <laughs> minimum, dude. He <laughs> ain't even fluffing around with that twenty five dollars stuff yeah, anymore. Don't mess it, so four panes is technically less th- than the yeah. minimum. So four panes would probably be just two windows. Okay, yeah, that's two um, windows. Yeah. yeah. So it'd, it'd be like. 16 bucks off of that. So if you have a $2 really? minimum and you don't have that much, that many windows, you're like, hey, look, that's going to be less than our minimum, but we're going to charge you 200 bucks. Like, yeah. No matter what. You might, yeah. you can tighten it somehow. Yeah, together. it's just being kind of funky here. <laughs> it's just because Ammon's here, dude. It's yeah, just, dude. So, so, so $200 minimum, but sometimes, do a lot of people, are they below the minimum with the amount of windows they have? Yeah, a okay. lot of them are. So you're yeah, like, so hey, it's free, it would be worth it to go out there. We need 200 bucks. Yeah, so in that case, like, because we'll have a lot of people hit us up. They've got like uh, twenty window panes. That'd be a hundred bucks. Um, so we'll tell them like, look, we can do that. We can do all your interior windows and then clean a couple screens for you as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, surprisingly, like most people don't turn us down. Let me ask that. you a question. So um, they get twenty percent, the technician. So if it's two hundred dollar job, they're getting forty bucks or what? Like yeah. And that how long does 46, that so usually take them to do uh, twenty windows? To, uh, what would that be? <laughs> I think uh, usually about two hours. So they're getting twenty so. bucks an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we try to have have it average out to be around that. We have some guys who just one guy's been with us for over a year and he was averaging over thirty an hour. College kid. Cool. So He's tell us about your fleet right now. How many how many trucks you have, and how many like technicians you have? Like how many? Like what's your office look like? Your staffing situation? Yeah. So. Uh, four trucks right now. Four trucks. Dude. So these are trucks that you've purchased for the business, or yeah. oh wow, so you yeah. own four trucks. And four trucks. Dang. <laughs> so this is from 2016 to present day. To now, are these? Yeah. Are, how, what are these trucks? These can't. Trucks are expensive. Right? I insure like, them, dude. They're nice. He's got some good, good quality nice trucks. Yeah. What kind of trucks are they? So two older Ford Rangers, and then two. Well, one's a Ram Pro Master City, and one's a Ford Transit Connect. So, so what was cargo the cargo vans? What's the point of the truck? Do you, is it all the cleaning materials in the back? Like, why does it ladders, have to be a truck? Ladders, right? Ladders, 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 cleaning materials, all that stuff. So, what's yeah. that investment look like on four trucks? It's actually not crazy. So, uh, the ones that we have, I bought the Ranger 6K in cash, the other Ranger 7K in cash. Back when cars weren't as crazy. <laughs> yeah, back there. when you could do that, mm-hmm. like three years ago. And then the ProMaster City, I want to say it was 14 grand. So, that one was 14 grand. And then the. Um, Transit Connect, that was uh, like... Um, that was a brand new van. No, that one was like 16 grand, I think. Normally it would have been 12 grand, and it was right after the pandemic. <laughs> Bam! So, so are these uh, guys staying busy eight hours a day, or is it like yeah. less than that? 
Yeah, so, like, we're really seasonal, so right now I talked to three of our guys, told them that we'd have to have them go part-time. Uh, so we, we did have six technicians. Um, I talked to one that was part-time. He Well, he, he just wanted to work for us for the Christmas light season. Cool. Um, so he's no longer with us. And Rest in peace. He's still living. But <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer with us. And so Christmas but lights, it sounds more, like, lucrative, right, for these guys. They're making more Christmas lights. Yeah. Because you're charging yeah. more for house. What's your minimum on Christmas lights? Our minimum, well, uh, like three fifty probably. So it's insane. Just some cash. So, so the window cleaning, how rep- how how are the repeating customers? Is it like once a month, once every six months? Like what does that look like? We have some monthly customers. Um, residential usually it's not. It's harder to get it to be like a recurring service. Yeah. Um, but most people it's one to two times a year. But we've got a lot of quarterly. And that just you give them a discount monthly. if they go yeah. quarterly or yeah. monthly or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. So who does all your admin and like like sell stuff? If you have your guys out in the office, do you have an office person or are you answering calls? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. So we've got an office manager. Sabrina's killing it for us. Who's that? Sabrina. Who's, oh, your <laughs> wife? She, no, she's our office manager. Oh, so we just hired. Is your her. wife working with you too, or no? Okay. She's she's in nursing school. So Sabrina, yeah. where'd you find Sabrina? She was so it's kind of a funny story. We had one of our technicians' wives working for us for a while, mm-hmm. part time, and then we needed a full time person. So back in August, we actually hired a lady. <laughs> and, uh, she killed it in the interview. <laughs> she did really. Yeah, I've had a couple great. of those, dude. She was like, I think she's like in her mid fifties, something like that. So I was like, she this was, will be awesome. She was saucing you up, gave like, you everything man, you wanted. Oh, like, yeah. She knew, yeah, she, she, she knew how to talk to us. Professional interviewer. References checked out. It's her uncle and like her, <laughs> her like brother. She's solid. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She seemed awesome, but then she, just like some weird stuff was going on. Like she would talk to customers. They wanted to schedule. She'd be like, awesome, I've got you on the schedule. And she wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't schedule them. She's <laughs> like, you're doing all the hard stuff. Just like, <laughs> I got you right on the schedule. Yep. She's, right she's like, working on Facebook. I got you on the schedule. Sounds good. <laughs> so you're scrolling. So you let her go. Yeah, it's lots of weird stuff like that. So I had to let her go. And then. Found Sabrina. Found Sabrina. Yeah, so Sabrina interviewed at the same time. It was between her and this lady. So we let this lady go like a month later. And then. Called up Sabrina. I was like, hey, are you still looking for a job? She was. Hired her up. Um, she's been doing great. It's been sweet. So let's got to br- uh, – Hector, how much time we got left? It's already, <laughs> already, it's already <laughs> 30. So I just want to break down, like, quickly Kay. the business itself and, like, if anyone from Investor Thrive Nation would be interested in going into this. So you can go to someone's house, knock on the door, and say, hey, I'll take care of this whole house. For about two hundred bucks, I'll clean the windows minimum. Mm-hmm. And how much is it per pane? Five dollars. Five dollars per pane. So really, you, by pay, charging them per pane is not the way to go. It's doing the two hundred minimum, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we charge per pane, then with the two hundred dollar minimum. Okay. So if if it goes above, if it's when, yeah. So if it's below, uh, like forty panes, then it's gonna be at least so, two hundred. Okay. So for, below forty panes, uh, anything above, it's two hundred minimum. Anything above is five five dollars. You know. Different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of windows, man. Is there a lot of houses that have more than f- like forty panes? Well, yeah, I'd I'd say say like an upper yeah. upper middle yeah. class. Like, <laughs> how many windows do you need? Dang, you need some daylight. Dog. Well, that does make sense. If you have forty panes, you need to clean those suckers. Yeah, yeah. especially if they're like you know big custom 
houses or whatever. Right? So, so invest for Investor Thrive Nation, anyone wants to do a side hustle, I think side hustles are great. Um, so you, you, I go not, if I want to start this today, for example, I go knock on someone's door, say, hey, I can clean your, all the windows, interior, exterior, for 200 bucks, you know, just a flat rate. So they'd be like, no. Why, why would they say no? That's what he does. He does a 200 yeah, flat rate. Yeah, but he's got a methodology with it. He's got a way to do it. <laughs> he's got a website. He's got branding. He's got all the other you don't, So you don't think just knocking on a door and going to... Like, and charging 200 bucks? I mean, that's how I started out. It worked. So, like, it, it well, yeah, work, but, but you weren't charging that off the bat when you were knocking doors. No. But he was, no, way so too, like if he was way too low, If you though. come at it and you're like, yeah, I don't have insurance. I'm not a licensed business. It's just me. Mm-hmm. Then people are probably going to be a little bit more hesitant. Okay. But so anyway, so 200 bucks, just putting it out there. And then you could hire someone and pay them 20% to do that. Mm-hmm. That's so, just to make it very simple. That's kind of what, what it's like. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of laying it out in case Simplistic. any of these yeah. Investor Thrive Nation watchers are like, hey, you know what? I need some freaking money yeah, like Amazon. Don't did. do it here in Utah. Yeah. Cause the thing, <laughs> the thing with uh, wholesaling and real estate investing, like you can do it. Anyone can go and do it. But, um, what you're saying, like, I, I feel like I could go out there tomorrow and knock on a door and clean someone's window for, like, 50 bucks. No. You don't think so, dude? I mean, you said you did it. No, yeah, you could. <laughs> but, no, obvi- <laughs> to run a business, like you said, obviously, that takes... That's a different animal. That's a, that's a different... Like, just like running an insurance business or a wholesaling business. Like, well, if you want to do a one-off, like, wholesale house, yeah, that's different than running a wholesaling business. Well, because we haven't even really talked about, like, we obviously know how big Ammon's team is and what he's come from, right? But we haven't even talked about, like, like revenues, right? Like, what are you, what are you grossing every year? Like, what are your... Like, I am curious about that, yeah. What do you, like, do you what, feel yeah, comfortable What did you that? gross in... This year's almost done, so has this year been your best year? Yeah, you, this, this has been our best so year. So you, you grow every year. Has there ever been a year where you haven't made any money or no. more money? So we've grown by at least 50% every year. 50? Uh-huh. Wow. Don't stop, dude. Dude, that is insane growth. 50% every year. Yeah. I was trying to double, so. <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. So let's talk about, yeah, I'm cur- if you're okay letting investors drive in us know, what what did you make this year? Uh, like, what did your what business? What did your business gross? gross? Yeah. So uh, does the IRS listen to it? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they don't. Yeah, so we we should end <clears throat> at around 630 Gross. Cool. I was thinking you were about to say like ten million or something. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were about to pull out a mill. You're like, hey, we grossed around oh one point three. I'm at six hundred thirty billion. Oh, six hundred thirty. Six hundred thirty k. How profitable are, would you say your business is? Is it like thirty percent after paying like everybody off, like the technicians, the yeah, your revenue? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're at about thirty thirty five percent. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. That's that's uh, that's, uh, that's phenomenal. And you went from making six hundred fifty dollars a week to like $120 a week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look yeah. at you, man. So one question that <laughs> Nate and Corey asked me, and I'm curious to know because we, we talk a lot, because um, obviously being in the entrepreneur field, it's always interesting to, to hear how people are doing. and pros, like we, we vent to each other all the time about staffing, about hiring people, because <laughs> we have yeah. a very similar thing with that. But what has motivated you to keep capitalizing on this opportunity to clean windows, to have a business? Like What, what gets you by every day? What's your yeah, fuel? going deep. Um, I'd say just making dirty windows clean. Not really. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> I think that um, that's what motivates you. Yeah, my my why has kind of evolved, and over time, like at first, I think. So when I was at, I lived down in Provo, like you guys know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where BYU is, but I was going to the open enrollment school next to it. Um, Which one was that? UVU. UVU. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but 
Um, yeah, I so thought I, was, I thought you were about to say LDS Business College. Oh, I wish I could have gone in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> University of Phoenix. <laughs> Online. Online. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I think back, I think my why was just to prove people wrong. So I'd get the, oh, yeah. like all the BYU kids asking like, wait, so you're going to do what like 12 year olds do? When oh. they want to pay for something. They would say that to you? Yeah, someone oh, said that to me. God. Yeah, well, who's that oh, squeege? Wow. I bet he's not doing anything. I don't know. Someone at the library. Then. <laughs> Forget that guy. <laughs> but, but he's probably in the library still. Yeah, nerd. Nerd. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so people would say stuff like that to me all the time. Like, I'm sure there's girls, a lot of doubters. Girls, that's your why yeah, is to prove people wrong, wrong huh? That was my why. That's a good. That's a good yeah. fuel, though. That's a good fuel to fire. Yeah. You said, wait, like back on. in the you day, you said girls wouldn't want to go out with you because you're yeah. a window cleaner. No, like I would. I'd be having conversations with girls, and they'd be like, "Yeah, so what do you do for a living?" It's like, "Oh, I have a window cleaning business." And then you'd kind of they do the, uh, like kind of check for the door. Around, like, they check what, for the door to see, see the closest a friend exit. To, <laughs> see, like, oh, there's my friend Mikkel. I'm gonna go. Yeah, forget that, man. <laughs> Gold diggers. But yeah, it is all the time. Oh, gosh. And I think it's more of a thing in, like, Provo than well, elsewhere. I think people don't understand the business. You yeah, know? And they didn't understand. Like, I under my wife actually was like that, too. She's like, why don't you go back to graduate school? Mm-hmm. And then I was terrible at communicating, too. So, like, I broke down for, like, kind of my plans, what I was hoping to do. Um, but, yeah, so I think that at first that's what it was. And then, um, you know, financial freedom. And just recently, I've been thinking, like, if the business is completely automated, giving us, like, a million dollars a year, mm-hmm. I'm still going to want to do stuff. Like, of course, dude. So I, I think it is kind of, like, turning into more of, like, a personal progress kind of thing. More that's how it is, yeah. And so same with investing in real estate. Like, that's a, a big part. Just, like, if I have a hundred million in real right? estate, I just want to continue to go and just a machine. progress. Yeah, so Investor Thrive Nation, you're probably wondering why we brought a window cleaning <laughs> mastermind businessman to the the Nate the this podcast, so he he's reached out to me in his interest in, in investing in real estate. So this is usually the formula, you know, someone is successful in a business or makes good money at a job, and they're like, where do I need to put my money? Where should I put my money? Right? Yeah. So that's kind of where you're at. Where do I put my money, and where can I make more money? Where can I make some money from my investments? Is that kind of what's going on? Yeah, exactly. So I reached out to Nate because he's a wholesaler extraordinaire. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, yeah, we want to learn more about the Burr method. Um, again, just kind of thinking big. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that we're considering doing probably not in the like super near future. So and maybe right, and right now you have one rental, correct? Yeah. We own a rental in okay. Quorum and then our house in, we have a townhome in Lehigh. That's going to be a rental here pretty soon. You have a townhome and is it, what is it? Do you live there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're moving out. There. Yeah, when we move out, we're okay. gonna rent that out. So, what are you renting your current rental out for? So that one is currently at eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred, mm-hmm. and is it a f- single family home? Single family home. Okay. Yep. And what did yep. you buy it for? Just curious. So I bought it for two thirty two. And you got you're renting it out for eighteen. You're yep. you're cash flowing. Well. Yeah, so it's cash flowing. Yeah, and so when I first bought it, it your mortgage is probably like a thousand. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Look, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Do you have a property management, or do you manage it yourself? We manage it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We awesome. think until like four units. We'll awesome. Do that. I rent out. I have a rental in South Salt Lake. I also rent out my basement. It covers my mortgage nice. and a little bit more. So it's like I have no mortgage. It's, it's great. Rentals are great. So, yeah. um, Investor Thrive Nation. That's why I brought our guy on, just because I'm very interested in your business, right? Because at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about like 
the window cleaning business. We all think like, what, what is are people really needing? Yeah, a no one cleaning? understands. But through what this, you have. yeah, but through this podcast, my man made what six thirty in this business. Is that what you said? Three six hundred thirty. Growing fifty percent year over year. That's awesome. Growth, Next dude. year, fifty percent. What are you gonna be? One point two. Yeah, uh, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah. That's, That's amazing, insane. dude. <laughs> so exactly, 1.2. Yeah. Congratulations, investor. Th- I, I bet you've inspired many people on this podcast to go and clean yeah. some windows, dude. Because You're welcome, investor. Right. Yeah, and don't worry. A lot of them probably aren't local, so you, <laughs> you, they won't be too many. Con- yeah, just don't, don't do that one in the market. If it, where you're, Wherever you're at, it's probably, you're probably going to make more per panel. But in here, per paint, per paint, per paint. And the thing that's amazing about business and bringing on local uh, invest, uh, I guess, business owners is like you can do anything if you just put your, you know, you grind and you you work hard at it. Put your mind to it. Put your mind to it. Uh, real estate, window cleaning, was uh, exteriors, insurance. insurance. I mean, we've had other people on here. It's just like go out and do it. And I respect, I respect you, and I like your story for coming on here because you actually, when you were going through school, you were telling us like, hey, you went and. Started cleaning windows yourself. A lot of people don't want to do the hard work. Yeah, you freaking did it, dude. Yeah. Did it. You did it, bro. How's that feel, man? Well, I was just thinking when I was coming into this room, I was like, man, now that I'm on Investor Thrive Nation, I've made it. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> made it. I'm at the top right now. Dude, I don't know you have. I'm there's, going. there's not much hi- any higher to go than here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah, for I mean, thanks for joining us. Man. No, next next thanks time when you come me. on here, you're gonna have a couple rentals. And and what I yeah. explained to him is, you know. He wants to find some properties to buy. Now, what are the avenues? What are the, some of the avenues to get rent, rental properties? You, everyone knows about an agent. You can get an agent. Mm-hmm. An agent can look on the MLS, the multiple listing service. It's going to be hard to find a good deal on there, mm-hmm. especially here in Utah. It's not going to cash flow that well. Yeah. A lot of competition. So you're going to have to connect with a wholesaler like me that you know fixes and flips any wholesales, and you're going to have to get on a list of ours so we can send you deals. And yeah. you can, you know, possibly go in a house and fix it up and then, you know, create that value. Uh, or you're going to have to maybe invest in other states. Um, but yeah. if you buy it with a conventional loan, you know, if you get funded by bank, you can um, – that that's one way to do Or you can buy it with hard money and, and burr out of it. You know, cash out, refi, yeah. and then rent it out. Um, that's the burr method. So you, you have a – you know, a lot to do, you know, a lot of options to you. And it sounds like, you know, with the money you're making, you're going to have a lot of money available to reinvest in, in real estate. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Freaking pump for you, dude. You're yeah. rocking. And actually more recently I've, uh, I went to my landlord cause we're renting out a warehouse in American Fork. Mm-hmm. I went to him and the guy that built our warehouse. Qu- question really quick. Why, yeah. why do you need a warehouse to house the trucks? How's the trucks okay. and all our equipment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's got a nice, uh, nice little office in front too. So, how much do you pay for the warehouse, by the way? Twenty two hundred a month. That's not bad for warehouse and office space. Has room for all of your trucks? Yeah, that's that's a good deal. I pay fifteen hundred for two little offices, like offices in uh, Lehigh. I pay twenty one hundred for for your spot for my spot. Is that with splitting it with that other dude too? No, well, that's like you know, that's not splitting it. uh, Yeah, that that is like the total cost. So splitting it's like yeah. How much was it? Um, we pay twenty one hundred. Oh, okay. See, like that's great that he has that. That's awesome. Yeah, for yeah. a warehouse. That's yeah. But that being said, though, like yes. those those prices are going way up. So I'm talking to these guys about potentially going in on an, a where a warehouse complex together, yeah. and seeing if we can. See, I don't know much about that, but I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying for that. to learn about it. But yeah, it's kind of we found one. Um, we we're looking at that. Um, that exists currently. It's actually a like a five unit. Um, warehouse 
complex, and then it has four residential properties with it. And how did you find that? By just talking? That Talk- was just the MLS, actually. Oh, it was the MLS? Yeah, but I'm talking to my landlord and the guy that built our building. Yeah. And so we've talked about that, building a place, and then it's kind of turned into like a sober living homes. So we're considering that. You told that. me about that, yeah. Did I tell you about mm-hmm. it? Yeah, so we walked through a nursing home, an old nursing home that's abandoned now. <laughs> and we're talking about doing that and filling all 16 rooms. With the sober, the people uh, are trying to get sober and stuff? Yeah, yeah so I don't know. That's an option. Dang. But yeah, we're, we're just kind of searching right now to Isn't it cool figure out what we're doing. Your financial freedom and the business you built is enabling you to go into other... Vi- would you ever think you'd be looking at, like, warehouses with three other dudes, like, in the <laughs> past? <laughs> no. No, like, yeah. Like, I always knew that we were going to buy real estate. Yeah. But um, I thought I'd have, like, 10 units by now. But... Well. <laughs> Start we, 2022. Let's get it. Yeah, fifty um, percent. But yeah, yeah. I never even really considered commercial until I moved into the warehouse and kind of saw how everything works with the lease and whatnot. Well, dude, that's awesome. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about that? Or no, no, not really. Yeah, we're just. I'm just hoping that everyone stays motivated. All three of us, and uh, you will that the deal works out. Yeah, I mean, if you need any of my help, you know, I have connections. If you get the house under, if you get the property under contract, and maybe you don't, guys don't want to close on it, but you think it's a good deal, I can send it out to a couple of the buyers I know. Maybe we can make a, a wholesale fee on it. Okay, you know, cool. Like uh, I can bring a buyer, we can make a split. But anyway, uh, I really liked having it on today. Investor Drive Nation learned some from Ammon. He literally went out and. And did the hard work. You did the hard thing, right? That was like our mission motto: do the hard do thing. Do the hard thing. And yeah. that's the cool thing about us. Like, what I think we've taken from the mission is we're we went out and did the hard thing. Like, it's not easy, right? Running your business. Yeah, it's it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's freaking for hard. Sure. Oh yeah. And our, my business is hard. Your business is hard. But like, it, it's it's totally worth it. And uh, I like that you went out and freaking did it. Like when I started wholesaling, I started I went knocking doors. To nice. get find deals, and I think, we all, I think we all started knocking doors. When yeah, we yeah. Dude, yeah. I knocked doors with you. Yeah, when you started up. <laughs> oh, we did. You remember that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, I think what happens a lot is like on these YouTube videos, these TikToks, all these gurus talk about how they made all their money, and it sounds super easy, right? But you don't see the underlining facts. No, you don't see that. I was sweating in the heat, handing out flyers, knocking doors, trying to get deals, and you guys too. So. I, th- I just want to stress to Investor Thrive Nation that, like, if you're just sitting on your fanny thinking that you're going to get rich or, or be successful, it's not like that, man. you got to freaking go out there and do it. you got to hustle. you got to yeah. hustle. you got to hustle. And, and you know what's crazy? you still got to hustle. Like, where we're at, it's just a different hustle. It's not you're not cleaning windows, but you're hustling to get appointments, make sure your employees get there. Yeah. It's never ending, you know? Once, <laughs> even if yeah, you get seriously. your business automated, you're probably going to try and get grinding something else. You know, that's just how we're built. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Initially starting off, I thought I was just gonna automate it, be done, just go mountain biking, hang out. But yeah, I, I know it's not gonna be that way. Yeah, you don't want to be stagnant, man. You're gonna keep growing. Yeah, you gotta keep growing, brother. Gotta keep growing, brother. Thanks for coming on, Ammon. Hey guys, thanks for having me. It's motivating to hear your story because obviously I know you really well, but just talking through and just seeing your growth, it's, it's awesome to see, man. And I know you're always the kind of person that's listening to podcasts or trying to learn new things, getting a business coach. Um, so I just want to say you're a good example, brother. Yeah, you're a great example. All I wanted is your guys' approval. You got you it. Got it man. And you got investors' guys' approval. And the cool thing about this, guys, is we'll come back in a year. We'll see how your business is doing. We'll see how our business is doing. We'll see how your business is doing. Let's just keep growing together, yeah. right, dudes? Let's so grow. Investors Drive Nation. Flourish. Go ahead. You were going to say something? Oh, I was just saying, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Investors Drive Nation, flourish. thanks for tuning in. Share this. Again, if you haven't, um, like and subscribe this channel. Do it. Oh, last thing I was going to say. 
do you you want your contact info or email on here in case people want to learn about growing a window cleaning business like you did? Do you do you want to you know maybe uh, be fine. out there yeah, help my, people out? Uh, email is ammon at happyvalleyexteriors.com. Okay. Or I'm the only ammon orchard in history, so you can find me <laughs> on any social media that way. So we'll put orchard. your information there because there might be some people who might want to reach out to you and be like, hey, how'd you do it? Have questions? I mean, the more people you help, the more you know, the more. Uh, success you'll have in my opinion you know like it goes around comes around it goes around comes around so best drive nation thanks for coming Ammon, you're the man thanks so much thanks jordan for co-hosting good to be here and uh we'll see you guys later thanks guys ciao baby